and welcome to another episode of Symposia Disney. This week is Animal Kingdom, in which you're going to find out that while many of us really enjoy it, some of us, me, mm, anyway. And I am Danica. Are we introducing ourselves? Okay. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm very excited for Animal Kingdom. Um, it is one of my favorite parks. And um, and I'm also really excited for Liza to tell us what she's wearing today. Because yes. it's very, I, I mean, I hope that you're Disney bounty. Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really, you know, for you guys. Um, and for the theme of Animal Kingdom. And yes, I'm Liza. I am excited to share this outfit with you all. I didn't know if you wanted to guess, maybe. <laughs> so it's pretty apropos for Animal Kingdom and Epcot. And um, what I'm doing here is a royal blue shirt with some ye lemon yellow earrings and a magenta circle necklace pendant. And um, I'm an animal, <laughs> a, a fish. Oh, are you Nemo? I'm bound no, as Dory. Dory. <laughs> Dory. Oh my God. So I'm doing a, I, I had this idea to do a Disney bound of Dory and I'm so excited about it because I just thought it was so fun to the, the pendant represents her magenta eyeball eyeballs especially oh. when she's a baby and she has those little round eyeballs <laughs> i love it and then the royal blue shirt lemon yellow earrings to represent her stripings and a little black and white headband and that completes the look I'm so excited. It's really awesome. Mm -hmm. And our idea is that, oh, I don't have them here with me, but um, Liv, I said, who do you want to be if my daughter, if uh, if I'm Dory, and she wants to be Destiny. So we got her, Destiny's Dory's friend, the whale. So we got her little Destiny ears and a polka dot blue dress. So I'm excited. <laughs> So, yes, I'm now Disney bounding during our recording sessions for fun. That's so that, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. So, let's, so, I'm bounding as Dory right now. Does anyone else have any gear that they want to talk about that they brought with them today? Okay. Adventures Club shirt. Yes. Well, that's All apropos. All right, Danica, you're up. I'm, again, just wearing clothes that I slept in, but... <laughs> um, which I was wearing yesterday. It's a you know <laughs> cycle of quarantine. It's like workout clothes, pajamas, workout clothes, pajamas. Yes, and, um, and then I have my, of course, just my, um, yes. my free refill cup. I love yeah. that one. It has Mickey on it, right? Yeah, it has Mickey. So it's a little bit different, like tones and stuff. So I have my Pixar one today because of Dory on it, but I love the Mickey one too. Are you so excited? I was actually looking on some um, blogs and there's like all different kinds of refill cups that you could get. I didn't realize that. <laughs> I'm excited for the refill yes. cup. And, you know, and like, as we all know, right? Like one of the best parts about Disney, especially I think for people like us who are um, academics and thus over planners um, and in, in like in ways that don't make sense and aren't necessarily uh, efficient, right? Like, um, yes. There's, you know, like when I was planning my wedding, there wasn't a wedding invitation that I hadn't looked at and debated, you know, like the, yes. you know, like a, a data driven, 
like understanding of which like wedding invitation was, was, and I could have just gone with the one I liked the best when I first saw it. And that would have saved me out, you know, and also nobody, you know, nobody cares right? (laughs) your wedding invitations, but, um, but, you know, we have all these sort of data driven excuses or excuses to be data-driven, right? Yes, exactly. And, so, and Disney really feeds that, I think. Like, well, you know, like, well, if we do this and then this, and then I can get on this, and then, well, maybe, like, what's the touring plan? And <laughs> it's it's yes. so it's so satisfying. But yes. one of those things is the, the free refill cups. Like, you know, you'd like, by God, like, do not buy a drink before you buy your free, get your free re- refill cup, because then you've ruined it all. Like, you'll never just- get the three dollars back you know like it'll just you'll feel like, it for, for a, like, there's, so, there's something so satisfying about it it working out <laughs> really yeah, you're just like, you're like ah, probably ah, like our best tip get your free refill cup before you buy yeah. any drink. Yeah, like, don't go, screw go, that up don't and you'll like you'll you'll make i mean we're gonna be there for eight full days i think so i mean we're like we you know, we're just going to like, we, you know, it's, it's that whole Seven Eleven thing that you learn when you're like, when you're a kid, right. You're like, you, you fill up the cup, you take a huge drink and then you fill the cup up again. Right. And you're just like, <laughs> like I'm making money. Um, and it's like the only time my kids get soda. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I got my free uh-huh. refill cup. That's all. That's all I got. But so yes, we are big animal kingdom fans. I am probably the biggest in my family of the animal kingdom fans. Um, and there's a couple of reasons why I just like to start out with my argument for animal kingdom is that, you know, I'm, I like my number one thing is I'm there for the immersion. And I think animal kingdom is the most immersive park. Um, and I know like all the credit to Joe Rody and everything. And, um, but it, you can tell that there's nothing there that really wasn't, you know, it, that it really is coming so organically from, from sort of, uh, from one sort of really stable idea. Um, and so for me, it's the most immersive. And since I'm not like a big ride person, that's really why one of the reasons that I'm there. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, but we only, you know, we usually go to every park twice. So we only go to Animal Kingdom once every time we go. Um, and that, again, is because, you know, there isn't as much to do there. I think as an adult, I think it might be more fun than if you're a kid. Like I would like to go and and like sit outside at a at a bar there and like watch things and walk around and look at the animals right. i think it's, it's a huge park so it is a lot of walking for like a li- for li- littles um and i think the sort of subtleties that i really enjoy the sort of post-colonial utopia is maybe not everybody you know like that's not really why the kids are there right <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> um but I adore it. I think it's, I think it's, it's really magical how they've, um, you know, really sort of honored the different ways that people have, that peoples have uh, um, uh, created these, these post-colonial uh, sort of sovereignties, I guess. Oh, and, so um, uh, and also, and I think that, oh, so, but one thing that I've always wanted to do and we've never done is, uh, is go to Animal Kingdom at night. And it's supposed to be like the like a magical at night. Oh, and for the first time, it, so now it's open till 8 p.m. So that's one of the debates is, are we going to sort of shift everything so that we can go later and go at night? And now I'm, now I've decided to be like, are we going to, are we going to stay at night? Are we just going to have like a, maybe a date night there? Um, but just to even see like Pandora with the like phosphorescent <laughs> lights and all of that. Yeah. Beautiful. 
It'll be really beautiful. Yeah. And, and I was reading that it closes kind of consistently earlier than the other parks because of the animals. Like they try to get them on a routine and keep them sort of, you know, I guess in a, you know, in a caretaking way, like keep them in a, on a, on a schedule and a rhythm. Mm -hmm. So I, I, I thought that was interesting. One thing that I read, which I thought was interesting to talk about is that they're really averse to calling it, um, they meaning the park designers and creators and imagineers, um, do not like, uh, when people call it a zoo, <laughs> not a zoo, mm-hmm. it's not a zoo. <laughs> um, but I, so my husband and I were talking about it this morning, like kind of planning, we were kind of going over the map and looking at the different areas and, um, one of the things that we noticed is that it had on the map all of these animal viewing areas. Um, because Animal Kingdom itself is so for, like sort of forested and covered in trees and so nice and cool. And you start out by being in this like hot Florida, like big, huge parking lot. And it's kind of miserable. Um, but you go in and immediately the trees everywhere. Um, and there's going to be um, a ton of animals. I think a ton of birds like flamingos and stuff. Oh, and then wow. one of the beautiful things about Animal Kingdom, um, and I think a lot of newer zoos do this, and I know it's not a zoo, but um, <laughs> you're immediately going to be taking like different pathways. So you don't feel, you feel like you are kind of already on your own adventure. And mm-hmm. a lot of parts in Animal Kingdom are going to make you kind of feel like you're just there with like a couple people, like a couple families. And I know I go at a, low, a, a lower time than most people, but um there's privacy in Animal Kingdom in a way that you can't really experience at the other parks. And that's super intentional just, and it's managed by this placement of trees and the way that they do the, the different wow. exhibits and stuff, but the animals seem very accessible. So maybe at more traditional zoos, you're going to feel that there's barriers in these ways. Whereas you kind of are entering the environment, you're entering the, um, the, uh, the, yeah, yeah, the habitat in these ways that, feels really like organic. Um, and then after you kind of go through these different, these different pathways and see these different animals, you'll come to the more sort of traditional, uh, you know, uh, entryway of, of, of Disney parks. And that's where the big, huge tree is. Uh-huh. And, um, and then there's lots of really neat shops. Um, and then you kind of decide which land you're going to, you're going to go to. You can go to Pandora, you can go to Dino land, Asia, and then, in Africa. Is that right, Liz? Yeah. Yes. Um, we are always going to head directly to um, the safari, which oh, is yeah. my favorite oh. ride on all of Disney property. Oh, um, wow. it's, mm-hmm. it's so great. Um, and there's a couple of reasons for heading there first, unless we had like a fast pass for something in Pandora. Uh, but um, it, the main one is that the earlier you go or the later you go, like, you know, morning and evening are going to be when the animals are most active. Oh, that's a good so, Yeah. And, and I just learned this the other day, but the safari itself, the land that it occupies is bigger than magic kingdom. Oh my God. So, yeah. It's, it's, I mean, I knew it was huge, but I, that really blew my mind. So it's, um, you know, it's going to be about a, uh, maybe a 20 to 25 minute ride. And you're in a, a, a uh, an actual huge like sort of Hummer type Jeep 
that is actually driven by like a cast member. Like it's not like mm-hmm. a, like it's, they're driving it. And oh, so wow. sometimes those can be like, if some, an animal gets in the middle of the road, <laughs> you can be there for like another while. Like, <laughs> so it's, you don't really know how long it's going to take. Um, I've sat in all the different parts of the vehicles and never thought that I had like a bad view. It's really set up in a way that you can see all these different types of animals and you're just going to see animals in a way that is, is, inaccessible i think in any other part of the united states to for for normal people so um and there's a lot of trickery that's involved in like making the animals sort of seem closer than they than they are but um but it doesn't matter it's (laughs) cool um so so that's kind of my and then and then i'm done i don't think i'm (laughs) i love animal kingdom so much but it's but the safari ride is the best. And, and usually after that, we try to go on it again. But after that, I'm just like, whatever you guys want to do, kids, because <laughs> I'm so happy right now. <laughs> once, you, once you're once you over in that area, then you can start walking through all these different path- pathways and see the gorillas and see, um, uh, like, there's just amazing birds, the way the birds are. Like, you're in, you know, you're in a, you're, you're basically in the birdcage with the birds and, uh, it's again, it's very, um, what do I want? It's intuitive. Like the way you're going to be going through and seeing the animals. Like you don't, in some ways you don't even, you're just kind of following paths and stumbling upon these, uh, these really cool, um, exhibits and not necessarily like having to look at a map. That sounds mm-hmm. beautiful. Um, what do your girls think of this, Liz? Okay. So, um, as I, I've already kind of made clear I'm not the biggest Animal Kingdom fan. I think that's partially just because when Animal Kingdom first um, arrived in the 1990s, it didn't really have a lot happening. Uh, I I assume it did have the safari. Like, I can't think of Animal Kingdom without the safari, but it kind of didn't have many other things going on that I really had any sort of nostalgia tied with. And then later on, I have a very visceral memory of going to Animal Kingdom when I was about 14 weeks pregnant with Maisie. And Animal Kingdom is also, because of the animals, it's often hotter than the other parks. Like, they'll pump in more humidity. They'll pump in various things for for the animals, which I totally get. As someone who was, like, you know, three and a half months pregnant with my first child who went to the park and they're pumping in humidity at me on top of, like, everything else I'm feeling, I ended up with a really bad headache and had to go back to the hotel and, like, just lie down and... So I think I also now have some sort of visceral like hatred of of things. But anyway, yes, the parking yeah. lot is not great. It is really big. However, it is definitely one of those places that depending on where you end up parking and because I think of low attendance at Animal Kingdom, you can totally just walk. You don't have to wait for uh, anything to come and get you. And once you get right through security, you do. you The immersion starts right then, right? Like you immediately start under a tree lined enclosed area where you can see animals my kids like to go through there's like a little tunnel that you can go through that will meet you at the end my kids always want to go through that which is so much easier to do without a stroller liza just totally changed her background to dory in the middle of my talking and i'm like oh my god so cool okay so you, you come out you get to do you see the tree Once you cross out of the tree-lined area to the little bridge where you're going to see the tree, there's also a place for wilderness explorers to pick Mm -hmm. up like your search packet because there's, there's, I don't even know how many stops it is, but there is a way 
that you can go and do a wilderness wilderness explorer exploration of the animal kingdom by hitting various points and solving various things. It takes a long time. It is a several hour journey. We have done it. And it took a long, long time to hit all of the wilderness explorer things. So we've only done it once. Yeah. But we've done it like we've done it in little bits. Like we'll be like, oh, we want to do this thing, but we've only done the full package of the Wilderness Explorer. Danica, have you guys done the Wilderness Explorer thing? We've done it once or twice, and not the whole thing. And I don't yeah. think it even occurred to my kids that, that was, you know, I think we were like that. Yeah. You actually, you know, I was like, you can't do that or something. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think it was it was one of those things where again, like we go, so it was something new to do that we had never done the whole thing, and we were like, today's the day we're going to do the whole thing. And I have a picture of the end of the day. And it was just my mom with me and the three girls and Mary's like passed out in the stroller and we're all like sweaty and we're just like, here we are, but we did it. We're wilderness explorers. Is it like a scavenger hunt or something? Yeah, it's like a scavenger hunt, but you get to hit up various places and there are wilderness explorer helper people who are at these things who will tell you information about animals and they'll give you little hints about things. I mean, it is, it's really fun. I would say, oh, sorry. No, no. If you have a kid who's like into animal kingdom and animals it was really awesome i thought it was about a hundred percent cooler than i expected it to be like the 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 people the cast members who are there you know sort of hosting the different stations which again are sort of part of what you'll already be seeing Mm -hmm. i was like okay so she's got some bones and the kids were like well how does this bone fit here and the cast members were like i am delighted to tell you all about this it was it was really great for the kids and yes um, I definitely recommend doing it. And I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up, Liz, because I'd kind of forgotten. Well, and again, I think because as Danica said, and as we normally do, we only do like two or three ones, right? Yeah. Like this is not a thing. The The fact that we completed it that one time was seen. And I believe I even said to my mother at the time, okay, so we don't have to do this for another three to four years. Like right. we did it, we checked the box and the kids have never asked to do it again. Uh, so then we do kind of what Dan, so again, we show up in the afternoon. We don't get there in the morning. We may or may not head straight to pizza Fari to get lunch because we <laughs> don't eat like special lunch. So we might go to pizza Fari to get lunch or and be trying to get to the safari because that is the best ride at animal kingdom. And it is one of the best rides at Disney world. Just like Danica said, it's really it's really immersive and you're never going to get to do that. And yeah, your car will stop because an animal is crossing in front of you and they do give it that 360 thing. There is no bad seat. You can just be anywhere and you will see animals and you will embrace that. And it is, it's great. So the safari is a definite must do. Um, After that, my kids, so my kids don't like the ride dinosaur. They get scared by it. I like dinosaur. We've I've been on Everest once. We don't really go on that. Current faves include Cali River Rapids. Yes. Mm-hmm. Cali River Rapids is a fun one. I love wa- anything with yeah. water rides. You're so. gonna get real wet. Yes. <laughs> Which, um, if anybody has kids out there who don't like to get wet, my kids will wear their ponchos. But what I also do, because I know we're going to Animal Kingdom and I know we're going to go on the ride, I just bring them a full change of clothes in a plastic bag in the backpack, right? And I just, there you go. We just go to the bathroom and we get changed because it's easier than telling them, deal with it. You're wet. After a while. A whole other opportunity to do a whole new bounding idea. (laughs) Right? 
And of course, we all know that when I go to Animal Kingdom, my kids wear their Wilderness Explorer matching shirts. So that's how oh, we, we do this. Cutest. And um, you wear your adventurer tee and you would be like a whole set. And then we have, at some point, we'll eat lunch or dinner at the the restaurant that's by the dinosaur place. It's basically like a glorified McDonald's. Like I think it even has McDonald's fries next door to it where you can get um, a bucket. Restaurant Saurus. There you go. Restaurant Saurus. So we will eat there because my kids also really like to play um, in the, the playground. That's also a dig. Unpopular opinion is that like, I think Dinoland is amazing. (laughs) I think it's really cool. Like the, I love like the Triceratops spin. Like my kids will Mm -hmm. ride that all day. The um, there's all the carnival games which I don't let my kids do because I'm not spending any more money. And Restaurantsaurus <laughs> is like the quick service one that we always go to as well because you get mm-hmm. the food comes in like little, like right, the bucket, like little yeah. beach meals, and like they 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 love the food. I like it's not it's pretty good. Like I mean I enjoy it. And then they'll spend hours at the Dino Dig, and it's a it's an incredible digging experience. It's not like your you know typical thing right. that you see at a playground mm-hmm. but i think that maybe that's one of the reasons i do like animal kingdom so much is it always feels really like relaxing for our family mm-hmm. that they're enjoying it in these ways that is kind of different than the other than the other yeah. parts well, um yeah and, and my nephews enjoy that too and my girls do enjoy it i think it's just when they're on the playground side especially because they're only now kind of like at the age where I'm like, yeah, you can do stuff. And I would tell them to stick together. I would try to keep my eye on them. And I don't know. I found it really like my anxiety would just creep up on the playground side. There's a kid there. Well, that's the thing. Like you can lose them. They don't stick together. They don't this. You're like following around after them. So I think that's where that side and in like the other side, I'm kind of okay with the dinosaur dig until invariably it ends when one of my children like throws dust into the other one's eye and then we're like well we're leaving here let's see i do so even though i said my kids don't like the dinosaur ride Maisie will go on it she just will close her eyes the entire time mm-hmm. so i will go with Maisie, and it is kind of fun felicia rashad is like one of the people at the beginning the future is in the past like so from that point of view it's super good uh i don't know it's it's then I think we're almost done. We don't do Bugs Life, the show, because I hate shows that, like, touch you. Like, the the thing where they pretend to sting you and stuff like that. That really bothers me. I just, I spend the, spend the whole time feeling anxious that I'm going to get touched by my chair. Yeah, Liza, as a heads up, like, every time I, like, Bugs, Bugs Life, it's, 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 have you guys, do you guys, like, watch, watch that movie as a family? Yes. yes. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely, like, great in that way. Like, all the characters are in mm-hmm. character mode. It is, it's yeah. really good. But there is like a um, like one moment where you think that rats are crawling on your feet <laughs> and another moment that something else scary happens. And I think the last time we saw it, we didn't have to leave. But I think every other time I've had to take a crying kid out and, every, and we're never the only ones like every time, like, um, you know, it's always just like parents are grabbing their three year olds and just running out of there. And I really think that they could just take like two little moments out of that thing and it would be a perfectly lovely experience mm-hmm. for everyone. And instead there's always, I mean, literally you do think that there are rats crawling on your feet. Mm-hmm. Some kind of sensory. Yeah. Like, like, yeah it's like, one of those like 4d theaters 
but yeah. you don't need the rats and you don't need that you got stung in your back or whatever it is. I think I once, I had a chair that was broken, so I didn't even get stung, which meant I sat there the whole time waiting to be stung, but then it didn't happen. And I'm like, I wish I knew I had a broken chair. Like That's tor- kind of torturous. Uh, yeah, <laughs> so we are, We I don't even think my kids have been on Bugs Life because I'm like, I'm not taking you. Like, yeah. that's, that's not a, th- and which is sad because it's a great movie. The song is cute. Yeah. There's a really cute song in the show, but. It's really like, yeah. it really is just like those two moments. Um, mm-hmm. that should, yeah, it's a, yeah. I, I don't know, but yes, yeah, so we do go on it, but I do think that as a heads up, as a mom, mm-hmm. to everybody, like, you know, it's, uh, yeah, there's a, <laughs> It's kind of yeah. weird. And like they have the warnings that they have at every single ride. Like there'll be flashing lights and like weird animal things, but it's, it's not as, they could use a better warning. Yeah. Or they could just take those out and then, then we could all go on them and enjoy our lives at Bugs Life. Yeah. Which, yeah. So, and I guess this brings me to Pandora. I will say that Mary has not yet been on the ride because she wasn't tall enough still. Mary's our peanut. So she still wasn't tall enough to go on the ride. So every other kid has been now tall enough to go on the ride, but poor Mary. But I think that's almost for the best because I do think it is a little scary. But uh, Rory, who is eight, loves it. Loves the Banshee ride. And Maisie, who is 11, loves it. And they've both been on it, I guess, since they were like... Rory might have been seven or seven or so, and Maisie was probably, um, well, Maisie's always been tall enough ever since it opened to go on it, and they love it. My mom likes the Banshee ride. I think the Banshee ride is great, but Danica is right. It's way more intense than I thought going into it. Yes. Like, even as an adult, I will say it is a way more intense ride. Yeah. I have a fear of heights in real life. Mm-hmm. And there were a lot of moments because it is so immersive and such a good ride that that fear of heights, I could, de- I felt that creeping up and I literally had to do that thing where you talk to yourself and you're like, this is not real, which kind of has to take you out of it. It yeah. doesn't happen as much like the second or third time, but the first time I went on it, I was, I felt that fear. And Did then you- my dad doesn't like the ride because he's too tall for it. Mm-hmm. You do, you basically sit on like, you sit on a banshee, but it's kind of like a motorcycle type banshee type thing. Like it's one of those old video games, those arcade video games where you're pretending you're sitting on a motorcycle. Yeah, kind of like turn it and stuff. It's kind of yeah, hard. and and they they squish you in there. Like there's a thing behind you and a thing in front of you. Well, my dad is um you know almost six five, and he doesn't fit nicely in the thing that squishes you. So he has been on it, but he is not a fan of that ride. Just for his height. My mom is only 5'1", so she's like, whatever, let's go. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we really do like it. We've only been on a few times, though, because it can have a ridiculous wait time. Yeah. The one good thing about the Banshee ride is, like a lot of other places, they do that thing where you can, if you have a small child with you who can't go on the ride because they're too small or they're too afraid or whatever what reason it is, or if you just have someone in your group who can't go on the ride and somebody, other people need to stay with that person who's in your group, you, whoever, like, let's say Danica and I are going together and we have somebody in our group, Mary, who can't go on it. So Danica will enter at 210 and the line is 90 minutes long. I can get a fast pass that will allow me to enter at like 340. So Mary and I will go and do something else. Danica will get off the ride. We'll come take Mary and I can just get fast passed right onto the ride. Oh, that's rider switch. 
Yeah, the rider switch. That's what it was called. At Universal, it's called Child Swap, and I didn't want to call it Child Swap in this episode (laughs) because I'm like, that's definitely Universal. So it's the rider switch. So they have the rider switch there, and that has really come in handy. But, of course, when you do that, that means somebody does have to wait on the long, long line, which at points when it first opened could be up to five hours. I was like, how do you even – yeah, no, no. So we, I have definitely done two and a half hours oh with um, two of the girls and my younger cousin. And I remember right before we got on the line, she got like an alcoholic drink. She's like, let's go. <laughs> two and a half hours. We're going we're gonna to wait for this. The only way people can. And I was like, that is true. Which I then also was like, how do people keep their phones charged? Because what else are you doing other than handing people phones while you're waiting on the line? So we did do it. We do like it, but we've only been on it a few times because it's just impossible. I was going to say, you could actually sit and watch Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that would be hilarious. Like, hold on, we're streaming Avatar. Let me just plug this into my my backup battery, (laughs) which I do. Oh, that's, that's my Disney tip. Always bring backup batteries with you. Disney like sells backup batteries, but they're super pricey. And well, now they're getting pricier. They're not really super pricey, but they're pricey enough. So I always have like a bunch of backup batteries and I just plug my phone straight into my backup battery. I am, as we're kind of getting from this episode, I have a lot of anxiety and the anxiety that my phone will run out of power so I can even at times, I'll just keep it plugged into the backup battery the entire day, just so it just always looks like a nice number to me. I, um, I've wow. been even thinking, because my phone's always dying. I don't know if I have it. And now my phone day. is old, right? And so the battery's like, forget you. I don't even charge past 80. I'm like, oh, man. Mine is terrible. I mean, it's always yeah. on 15%. And my husband's always like, what is wrong with you? What is going yeah. on with your phone drainage? But mm-hmm. I was starting to think, that now that it's moving towards the magic mobile or system, mm-hmm. that's yes. going to be like crazy for me. I, I really like the idea of the magic band and that swipes you into everything. And then if mm-hmm. you're not, it's fine. But I wonder, I always wondering how it's going to go when it's more smartphone based. Um, but I'm, I, th- I think it's not going to shift over completely for a while. I think that. Right. Yeah. And I'm a big backup battery person. This is like a survival. Like, Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, we have one, but it's for like hiking and stuff. I didn't yeah, know. We, we, pl- I plug my phones into them. We normal people use. <laughs> I, I have three or four of them, which, okay. So backup batteries. All right. Which I get. So Pandora. And then the other ride that my girls like, but it's nothing really happens is Navi River. It's good for air conditioning. The line's not as long as the Banshee, but like nothing happens. But it's kind of nice because you're just like floating through. So if we're going to talk when when Danica was saying it's kind of relaxing, I'm not against it. There's like a song, there's various things. But if you're like, oh, it's a boat ride and something's going to happen like Pirates of the Caribbean. No, nothing's going to happen. You're just sitting on the boat, enjoying your tour of Pandora on the boat. Yeah, I would say it's, as somebody who that's exactly her ideal, it could just be like maybe twice as long. Like it's a really short mm. ride. And, um, and so it's like, you know, you know, every time we've gotten on it, I think that maybe we rope dropped it. And then, cause we had probably a fast pass for safari. So we just like walked over there. We waited in line for a minute and a half, got on it, mm. totally enjoyed ourselves and got off it. But when for a long time, it was one of the longest because of COVID and the lack of like plexiglasses, mm. the longest, like, wait time do not wait for that ride 
it is, it's a totally enjoyable, very nice, pleasant way to spend. Um, but I would never wait more than a half an hour for that ride. Um, I also do want to emphasize that Pandora, while I find Avatar, one of the most distressing films (laughs) that I've ever had to watch. Um, yeah, there's, you have because it's just like so many other movies. (laughs) (laughs) If you've ever thought that maybe savages weren't that savage, but you could still kind of like appropriate from them, then yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But uh, Pandora is awesome. Yes. And and it doesn't, you don't have to have seen Avatar. I don't even really, you don't, I I would say. I have never seen Avatar. No desire, have never seen it. Mm. One of the smart things that they did is they kind of kept it within this sort of Mm -hmm. post-colonial rebirth that is is kind of the theme of Animal Kingdom in that um, this is actually post-colonial Avatar. So Avatar itself is about colonization of this Mm -hmm. planet. It's not subtle. Um, and, uh, but what they've done here is they've, they've made that like a hundred years in the past. So the movies actually takes place about a hundred years in the past of what you see in the actual land, which is really, really smart. So it really exists outside of us, outside of this time. And so the Mm -hmm. things you'll see, I mean, the, the way it's set up, the, the, the tree roots and the floating islands, like, it's just, it's unlike anything that exists in the world and you will, um, it's very, very cool. And you can just walk around um, Pandora and look up and look down and um, mm-hmm. look at all the things and, and you will, you will love it. And I would say that, yeah, the, the, I find, and I, again, probably not in popular opinion, but the rides to me are the least interesting part about what's happening in Pandora. I, mm-hmm. I, I adore Pandora um, and I don't go on the rides there. Yeah. <laughs> I was well, going to say, is it very, um, you know, immersive in the way that like Batu is like with the soundscapes mm-hmm. and all of that stuff. Yeah. And the smells. Um, and yeah. again, pre COVID, I guess, but like all the things you can touch and you can climb on. So mm-hmm. I, I, I don't like the playground cause I'm going to lose my kids, but you can climb on a lot of the things in Pandora and you're supposed to climb like you, it's fine. And I, I like that for my children because I can see them and it's really fun. And it does add to that immersive. And it is, you're in this land that you can tell was colonized and it's got broken down vehicles and other things, but they're all overgrown. So it's kind of that avatar is Pandora has come back from, from that period. And it is, it's really beautiful. My at night, it is really beautiful. The restaurant they have there is great, which my kids won't eat it. But I enjoy the restaurant food. Have you eaten there, Danica? Are you talking about Sally? Satuli Canteen. Canteen. Yeah, I have not, but that's on our schedule. To Mm -hmm. we're gonna. Alex really wanted to try it. Um, um, I the the food at Animal Kingdom is unbelievable and unlike Mm -hmm. uh, anything that you're gonna find. I mean, so much so that you know people complain about it that it's too exotic or and stuff like that, right? Mm -hmm. Where there's plenty of chicken nuggets you can find if you if that's your thing. Yeah. Um, there's also Flame Tree Barbecue, which mm-hmm. I've eaten there before. The quick services at Animal Kingdom are by far the best. Well, maybe Epcot. They're better. There's on par with Epcot, like where you can get quick service food that is um, that is not your everyday uh, fare mm-hmm. for again a really reasonable price. Yeah. Um, the Harambe Market is is a magical, unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Place 
and with all different types of um, Asian and African food. Um, but my favorite place to eat is Tusker House. Yeah. Um, which is the best meet and greet. It has a million different types of foods that my children definitely wouldn't normally be exposed to. But then in a buffet setting, they're able to like, you know, like try out like a bite of this and a bite of that in a way that's really, really comfortable. Yeah. Uh, for them. So I'm excited to go to Satuli Canteen though. I, I, I remember you saying that you really liked it. Liz. Yeah. I, I really like Satuli Canteen. Um, it's very healthy. But in a because Disney can do healthy food in really just delicious way, right? So it's healthy, it's excellent. The only problem for my girls, I I assume Rory would eat there, is just that they kind of serve sometimes like if I remember correctly, everything in a bowl or whatever. And Maisie was like, my food can't touch. Like it, you know, uh, it's like we're so that's where our problem comes in. But it's definitely, yeah, I really like Satuli Canteen. Um. Another thing that I wanted to bring in, so as we all know, again, there's a Starbucks there. That's where Maisie gets her cake pops as her snack. So the Starbucks is close to the first, it's on the way to Africa, and it is close to the first aid and also baby care station. Mm -hmm. So you will pass those on the way there. And then my family has recently gotten into it. My sister has always been way more into Animal Kingdom than I am, so that's... My opinion is an unpopular opinion in my family, but um, there's the conservation station, mm -hmm. which I have, we have sort of gone into which you would go, it's behind Africa and you take a train to get there. But when you're taking the train, you get to see like kind of where the animals sleep at night and all this. So that's very cute. And you can go to a petting zoo that is there. But again, with COVID, I have no idea. But the thing that was really nice is, A, the train ride is very nice. Kind of like Danica said, I wish it could be longer. That's a lot of things when I'm, I'm just sitting there looking at things. I'm like, you could have made this twice as long, and I would have been quite happy. Uh, so I like the way they do the train ride to get there. And then also they had a thing where you could learn how to draw art from different Disney animators. That was like the animator thing was recorded but it was, or no, it, it was just on TV. I don't think it was reported. Was it? I have no idea. Oh my God. My entire blank. We've done it several times. We always end up having to draw Scar. Like I know that there are things where people draw other things, but I have three different versions of me drawing Scar. Their office. Oh. Yeah. So, but that's super fun. I don't know how that would work either, but if Conservation Station is still around or when it comes back, it's actually, that's a really good ride or a really good time. Well, I know both of those are open, but Animation Station, they're doing uh, Raya right now. Oh, that's so cool. Because yeah. I think that you can, they're doing draw, drawing things from that. The only problem is, is that because of COVID, like there's less space there. So right. I think, but apparently. Well, yeah, they used to squish people in there. Like you could be squished into the, the conservation station and drawing. We have, we save all the pictures that we do and we date them. And then, you know, you're supposed to sign it at the end. So we have all of them, even when my kids get upset, because like Rory will be like, it doesn't look exactly like it's supposed to look like. And I'm like, right, because we're literally learning like this is what we're doing. But even my parents save theirs and sign theirs. So, yeah, no. so we have a bunch of them. And that's just so, yeah, I love the animation station. And to kind of go with Danica's point, that's one of the reasons so Animal Kingdom does have some good things, but that's also what I like about Disney, that it's not just about, oh, let me get on this thrill ride. Let me get on that thrill ride. Let me get on the five other thrill rides. And then I'm going to go home at the end of the day. Instead, it's like, I'm going to have these opportunities to do different things. So 
I'm going to learn from an animator how to draw, as always in my life, Scar, just over and over again. And my scars have gotten really good. Like, like I know what's coming now. So he looks very men, And you're like, wow, I can really do this. So I can be a Disney animator now. I think, Liz, you actually really like Animal Kingdom. <laughs> you do. This is... This is I'm like, I hate it, it, but let me give you the 50 good things. But yeah. you know what I'm trying to think? Because we all know ice cream is really important to my family. We must get ice cream at Animal Kingdom. Where do we get ice? Oh, is it in... Is it by Cali River Rapids? Yeah, it's in Asia. That's where we get... Okay, I was trying to figure out where we get ice cream and... I could not. Another thing you can do is you can get pictures with Mickey and Minnie and like their safari gear at one of the character stop. And we've done that. And that's very cute. Fairly positive. One of my children always refuses to participate at that point. Animal Kingdom is also the place where I've had to carry a crying child, like almost to the front gate, just to be like, we need to have a 40 minute breather. But... But it is. It's fun. Yeah. Okay. I guess I like Animal Kingdom, but I'm not going to admit it. So I take it back what I just said. I do think Danica is very right. And it's actually, it's planned. It's possibly the best planned park in a way because you can just walk through it in a way that I, I mean, I know that all the parks have things where you can connect through, but it just seems the way that it has the tree of life in the center and you are able to walk Pandora and there's connecting walkways and everything, even in the back by like the Lion King ride, which we didn't even get into the Lion King ride or the Lion King show, not the Lion King ride, which, um, but you can walk through and it's just kind of this really easy circuit that brings you to all the things. Like it could just be done as a really pleasant walk without a single ride, which of course, because I have small children, That's not anything that I have experienced as of late, but I do. That's what I like about the world showcase in Epcot, but the world showcase is not as well connected with future world in a way that it could be, or that I think animal kingdom succeeds at. And Hollywood studios doesn't even try. Like, I don't (laughs) even know. Hollywood studios just has like weird branches off. It's like, and now tower of terror is just randomly down this dead end street. And in Africa, they have performers. So in Harambe Market, you have um, performers who are often there, like playing music. And it's just, mm-hmm. again, COVID, I don't know, but pre COVID, and you would dance. And I don't know. I just, I think that it's, there's a lot of planning that went into it that even though it's not a zoo, it kind of does have that like habitat full zoo aspect where they want you to walk through and experience in an immersive way what it might be like to be able to see where a lot of which is how zoos have kind of developed right over the past like several decades that that's now what happens in that well i think i mean and then yeah my i think I think that sounds like so ideal. Like just kind of let the park guide us. It's, I know that my daughter is super interested in animals and is also going through a dinosaur phase right now where she's super into dinosaurs. So I'm excited about animal, animal kingdom a lot. And we, yes, my other question was going to be, we've never seen avatar, but you already (laughs) answered that, that we don't need to (laughs) invest like three hours of James Cameron. No, I mean, again, we've never seen it. I know what the story is, but yeah, we're okay. Well, I have a, I have another confession. I've never seen Up. <gasps> oh. Okay, no, that one you should see. 
because the the wilderness explorer stuff like they do the hand signals and stuff which my kids never know because my kids don't like up because my kids are wrong but (laughs) i mean i know i think danica is so horrified (laughs) i know danica and i make them wear those wilderness explorer shirts i'm still thinking about up like i you know because i'm not sure that i recommend watching it up like <gasps> my sister said to me when I was pregnant, she's like, don't watch it. Oh God, no, no, no. You can't watch it when you're pregnant. No, no. And it's, mm-hmm. I mean, I would say it's a brilliant, brilliant movie and it's, but it is like, I mean, I don't know what your grandpa looks like, but mine looked, <laughs> looked exactly like that. The man, like my mom watched it one time and didn't know. And she was just like, I'm watching it up. I didn't, I was like, I would have told you not to, you know, and, um, you know, there's a lot of loss in that film. And, um, and I, again, like, I think it's an amazing, beautiful movie, but I would say one of the things that I like about Pixar of late is that the last couple of Pixar movies, when I'm done watching them, I don't feel destroyed. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that. Like, uh, you know, like I was like, I watched soul. I totally enjoyed myself. But like (laughs) after I watched inside out, I was like, Oh my God, so many, like, you know, I need my rebuild some of my amusement parks. Like I felt so um, destroyed and um, crashing. (laughs) Yeah. Like I thought it was a beautiful, amazing, unbelievable film that was animated like that's something you can only do with animation and it's not necessarily a children's movie but yeah uh, the amount of it's not you know fun fact for those playing along at home the tv show which took place at animal kingdom was sabrina the teenage witch oh Mm -hmm. on sabrina the teenage witch they visited Animal Kingdom and she was supposed to be passing some witch test, but her class was also at Animal Kingdom. And at one point something went wrong and the girl she didn't like was turned into a goat, but Harvey was turned into one of the safari drivers. <laughs> I love our sitcom tie-in. I, just, I was sitting here for a second going, which sitcom was it? Oh yeah, it was well- Sabrina. All right. Well, thank you for joining this episode of Symposia Disney, where it turns out that maybe I like Animal Kingdom, and I'm super not admitting that I like Animal Kingdom. But anyway, for this episode of Symposia Disney, I am Liz. Liza. And Danica. Hey, thanks to our one fan. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh.